Thank you for tuning in to the World Overcomers podcast. On behalf of our senior pastor, Andy Thompson, we appreciate your continued support and generosity. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast to receive updates when we post new content every week. If you would like more information or want to make a contribution to World Overcomers or Pastor Andy, visit www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast. Once again, that is www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast. Enjoy the message. Hello, it's Pastor Al again. I'm glad that we're together tonight around the world. And I tell you, we have, we're continuing with the subject that we talked about before. We're going beyond the five senses. And now we are in the process of moving into a new place, an entirely new land. Uh, when you go beyond the five senses, you learn things in a new way, in a new place. And when you learn things in a new way, in new places, there are new tools and new weapons that you want. And I, I'm excited tonight because I want to I share with you what the Lord has revealed to me about these new weapons. Now, when we move beyond the five senses, we begin to go into the place of faith where God begins to speak to us. Now, he's behind the scenes, and he is going to be saying things to you. We're in the middle of a fast. Oh, my God, and this fast has just been wonderful. Yeah, it's been afflicting our souls, and we are have going, been going without food and just drinking water on some occasions and that kind of thing. But the purpose of us doing this is because we know that oftentimes we live with the flesh sort of up here and the spirit level down here. But when we fast, we push the flesh level here, and we raise the spirit level so that we can receive more instructions from the realm of the spirit. It doesn't move God, but it moves our flesh down so that we can receive more revelation from the spirit and more guidance from the spirit. Wow. I tell you, it's, it's, this is exciting to me. Um, this is the realm of faith. When we move beyond the five senses, we've gone into the realm of faith. Many people don't understand, what is this thing about faith all the time? Why, why are we always talking about faith? Why, why, why are we always speaking about that? Because I, I heard some, somebody say, I wrote a statement down by a faith teacher. He said, it's better for you to fall on your face continually using your faith than to proceed up the road of your life accomplishing significant achievement without it, without faith. Because inevitably, there will come a day when you will face a challenge that cannot be won without faith. But if you keep using your faith, one day the enemy will challenge you and you will rise to the occasion and knock him totally out of contention. That's why I know we have to really, we have to strengthen our muscles of faith. Let's go to the scripture. Now get your Bible, and I'm going to be doing King James again just to reiterate the scripture that we've been focusing on. Hebrews, the 11th chapter, and the first verse. Hebrews 11, chapter and the first verse. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hallelujah. Evidence, substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. 
For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. This is a great insight for every believer. And when we begin to fast, as I said, we begin to push the things of the flesh down and raise up the level of spiritual guidance and spiritual instructions. One of the things we realize is that God is taking us into the place where things are caused. Now I'm going to do a little review, and then I'm going to go into more of this substance, how we're going to work this substance. When you move beyond the five senses, I don't say we don't need the five senses. We got to have the five senses like, like uh, somebody who's going to the moon got to have, an earth, gotta have a, a, a moon suit, you know, a space suit so that he can, can, can exist. So down here on earth, we need these five senses so that we can operate here on earth. But when, as it relates to the things of God, and as God begins to move you beyond the five senses and let you know that there's more to this world than you can see, it gets so exciting. It can be frustrating on one level because your five senses, you know, don't know what's going on and when it's going to happen and how it's going to happen. They don't know. But as we begin to move in the word of God, it is clearly shown to us what God has in store for his people. And this definition of faith says it's the substance. I've been talking about working the substance. If you're going to go into this new land, you need to understand what 2 Corinthians, the, the, the 10th chapter around the first verse, verse through the fourth verse says, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not, you know, they're not rifles and they're not mortars and mortar rounds and that kind of thing. But they, they're, they're not carnal, but they are mighty. And if we're going to be going beyond the senses, and we have, we have already begun that journey and moving into this new land, I'd like you to know how you can operate in this substance. I want you to know how to work the substance. I want to know how to work it myself, and I want to share with you how you work this substance, the substance of things hoped for. Now, first of all, substance precedes manifestation. A little bit of review here. Substance precedes manifestation. Manifestation is what happens when the word becomes a physical thing. Now, that's an exciting prospect for every believer, that we should be part of those, that group that's going to experience not just the speaking of the word, but we're going to experience actually seeing the word become a physical thing. That's an exciting life. Because first of all, you speak it, and you praise God for speaking about your healing. You praise God for speaking about your success and your breakthrough. And then you begin to see the breakthrough. That's an exciting life for us to live in. And substance precedes manifestation. But if you don't know how to work the substance, you're going to have trouble with the word coming to pass. You're going to have trouble with seeing manifestation. It becomes more of a religious exercise. You just, 
You know, you, you, you know how to talk the thing, but you have not received it. And the scripture tells us that we are to ask and we would receive that our joy will be full. I, so many of you have joy, but you don't have full joy because you have not seen, you have not experienced manifestation, actually the word of God coming to pass. Now let me get a little bit into the view. The last time we spoke, we spoke about several parts here to the substance, and I want to bring some more in. The first one, I, I want you to also understand that when you begin to build your faith, faith is used to working for God. It's used to working for God. So the scripture in the book of James, the first chapter says, if you lack wisdom, then you should ask of God who gives liberally to all men, and he does not, he don't rebuke you for asking for wisdom. But when you ask, you've got to ask in faith, and you've got to ask with nothing wavering. Because if you waver when you're asking, the scripture says, don't, don't even expect to receive anything from God, because faith is used to working for God, It's used to working for rulers, is used to working for leaders. So let's get ready to actually have our faith strong and stronger and stronger. Now, we have been, we have grown up under the five senses for so long, so this may seem a little bit strange to us, but get used to it, because as you begin to move up into the place where God wants you to be, and I said before, he wants you to be up in the cause, and not down in the effect. He wants you to be above only and not beneath. Your position is, Ephesians 2 and 6 says, he raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places. You will be above only and not beneath. God has always meant for you to be in the cause and not just the effect. If you desire to be in the cause, come on, let's learn this. All right, let's learn this. Now, first, the first part of this, a part of this substance is the word of God. And I broke it down for you last time. And I said to you, there are several forms of the word of God. And we know this powerful substance called the word of God is so powerful. We handle it. We read it. Praise God. It comes out of our hearts, uh, open through our mouths. We speak it out. It's in it's in user-friendly form. You can take the word and you can speak it and expect it to come to pass. Now, it comes in the form of a promise. We know in 2 Peter, the first chapter, around the third verse, talks about great and precious promises. Write these scriptures down so you can uh, go back and read them another time. Promises happen for us. Also can come in the form of prophecy. Prophecy, yes. The prophetic word can come. It can also come in the way of a rhema word, a personal word God gives to you, a personal revelation. You know, oftentimes you can get, you can hear a scripture, you can hear, you can be taught the word of God, you can be preached to, but you have to, you really have to take time in the presence of the Lord so he can make it a rhema word, something that's more personal to you. And that's powerful for us to understand. And there's an exciting part of this word, which, wow, I tell you, I'm going to have to really talk about a little bit more. It's the part that's called the, in, it's a part of the word that's called the engrafted word. What an exciting prospect of an engrafted word. Those who have raised fruit trees understand about grafting. If you would like to have some characteristic of a fruit, that the fruit 
that the fruit tree that you're growing right now does not have. You take a branch from the tree that has the characteristics of the fruit that you want, and you graft it. You engraft it, and you cut a slit, and you put the two branches, the branch together, and what comes out of that after a while is comes out of that fruit that has both characteristics in it. Now, how does this apply to the word of God in your life? The scripture in book, and I think it's James, yes, James, the first chapter, 21st verse, says, receive the engrafted word. That's a powerful concept. The engrafted word, what does that mean? Well, the word of God is spirit. John 6, 63, the word of God is spirit. And we know that we're spirits. We have a spirit, we are a spirit, we have a soul, and we live in a body. When we begin, to speak the word of God out of our mouths. When we begin to meditate, when we begin to live, abide in the word, there is a grafting that happens. Spirit word to your spirit. The grafting happens. After a while, the word is not separate from you. The word is not different from you. Wow. You know what happens? Actually, the, you become the word of God. They called Abraham, it's a good example, they called Abraham father of nations. He didn't have a child between him and Sarah. He kept speaking that word that came from God, and after a while, he became what the word said. If you take your spirit and you begin to engraft in healing word, after a while, you will become what the word of God says. You become the word. That's exciting. That is, that is powerful. And this is where we're going. As we move beyond just the five senses and move into the limitlessness of the things of the realm of the spirit, engrafted word is going to be part of what you do. You're going to take that word. You're going to keep on speaking and speaking it becomes, until it becomes engrafted into your spirit to spirit, and then that will begin to manifest out on your body. Hallelujah. I get excited about that. This is just a little bit of review. Psalms 119.89, the word is also settled. It's settled. Don't keep jockeying back and forth. Are you healed? Are you blessed? Are you raised up? Then settle it. No more. I don't care what the report comes in. I don't care what happens. Settle the word. Now, that's just a review. That's the first thing. We have to use this substance called the Word of God. As we use this substance called the Word of God, the second thing we want to do is we don't want to keep looking future, future, future. One of these days, God's going to do it. I'm going to give you three scriptures. I know I'm rushing along a bit, but this is my little review. Here is three scriptures here. First of all, Hebrews 11 and 1, which I just read, Psalms 118 and 25. It talks about sin now prosperity. Ephesians 3 and 20 talks about now unto him who is able. These are three scriptures that use the word now in it. I can't go back and talk about it, you know, all over again, but this is for you to know. Receive this thing now. Once it's settled, Stop looking for future things. Just understand that in this new realm, we receive things now. And then when you receive it now, you will fight not to get it. You will fight not for it, but you fight from it. And that is a powerful tense for you to know. 
Satan will have you going after your healing. If you don't realize that you have it now, you are not fighting for it, but you are fighting from it. And that's a powerful, powerful uh, position for you to put yourself in. Ignore outward circumstances. That's another thing that we said. If you're going to position yourself here in this new land, you got to understand that, yes, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but Satan has had years and years and years to do things in your circumstances. And he will have you bound looking at the outward appearance of things. But no, we're going beyond that. As we begin to move in this warfare, we understand the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. We got the word. We got positioning. Hallelujah. We have these things that put us on top. Hallelujah to the name of Jesus. We're going to ignore those outward circumstances. We're going to use imagination. That was the next thing that I talked about. Your mind, the, the, the eyes of your mind must be brought into bear as you move into this new land because you are not looking at the outward circumstances as much because you are moving in the cause of things. As you move in the cause, you are moving in the creative class. It's a little bit more difficult than just having things handed to you. It's a little bit more difficult than when somebody's just going to lay hands on you. Now you've moved into the class where you will be expected to create. You're not just going to use your mouth to say what you have. You're going to use your mouth to have what you say. These are powerful weapons that belong to every person that's going past these five senses into the realm of the spirit. Now tonight, I also want us to understand, here's two or three more of these wonderful, wonderful substances that we're supposed to handle in this new place. Expectation. It's important that we, you know, you got to expect things to happen. Sometimes we say we believe the word of God, but we're not really expecting him. There's a scripture here. I wrote it down. Psalm 62 and 5 says, my expectation is from him, is only from the Lord. If you, you got to expect him. If somebody shows up your, at your house with, uh, with their luggage at your front door, hey, I'm cousin so-and-so you know, on your mama's side, and, and I'm going to be living with you for a while. Well, it gets awkward if you weren't expecting them. I heard Oral Roberts make a statement. He says, miracles come in your direction every day. But if you do not expect them, they will pass you by. Wow, that's powerful. That's powerful. Also in the book of Hebrews, the 11th chapter, the 6th verse tells us that without faith, it's impossible to please the Lord. you got to have expectation. you got to believe that he is. And secondly, you must believe, you must expect that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Did you go without food? Did you go without water? Are you fasting? Well, are you expecting that you're going to have a reward for, you know, believing that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him? Wow, expectation is a powerful substance that you want to work. All right, you want to work that. We're up in the cause now, and we're causing things to happen. 
We're not just down at the bottom of the chute receiving things coming out that have already happened. We are moving in the place now where we are going to cause things to happen. And that takes me to something that is so powerful. It is the law of repetition. Hallelujah. The law of repetition. This is the law that works. Some people, let me say it this way. Some people feel like once they hear a message, they got it. And then they hear a, a similar message, and now oh, I heard that before. They, that's foolish. That's really something where a person doesn't know. Because building your faith muscles is like building your physical muscles. You have to take those weights and you have to repeat that same motion over and over and over again. For a person to receive the word and think once they heard it, that's it. That is not wise because faith comes by hearing. You got to hear it again. When you first hear it, even when you first say it, you don't really believe it. But we're up in the place now where we are causing things to happen. So you may have to be like Abraham when the Lord changed his name from Abram to Abraham. They kept calling him Abraham, father of nations, father of nations, father of nations. They called him that for a while until he became what they said. Those of you who have exercised your muscles, you've been in the gym and you've just been repeating that, that one motion, those push-ups or sit-ups or what? You've been repeating that motion. Well, let's do it up here in the realm of the spirit. Let's use the law of repetition because faith is to the spirit what exercising is to the muscles of the body. Faith. You keep on hearing it, hearing it, hearing it. Get that routine going. Some of you know that before you get up and start your day, you got to get that. You got to speak that thing out of your mouth. It's important for you to say it. And here's another part, not just the law of repetition, but it's your saying. Now, we've had many, many lessons about speaking. We've had many, many lessons about saying. But now you have been raised up and moved up into a higher place. You cannot allow the mouth that you have, the, your words to just say anything. The scripture tells us that you are going to give an account of every idle word at the judgment. Why? Because you are in the creative class now, and you just can't go many, every way with your mouth. You've got to stop now because what you say angels are listening to, God is listening to, the entire universe is listening to it. And you need to know, praise be to God, that trees have ears. Jesus proved that. He spoke to the tree. Storms have ears. Wow. Diseases have ears. Even the entire universe had ears. For the Lord in the beginning spoke to it and said, let there be light. We are moving up into this exciting time. Yes. I know I have to acknowledge that many of you have been through trials and tribulations, and I have too. I mean, the things that we've gone through, we can write books on, we can have, you know, we, we can have meetings about it and talk about the pain and talk about the suffering. But the, the point of the matter is that God has raised us up and set us in heavenly places. 
we have moved beyond the first level of life and into now a new level. And as we go forth here, our theme for this year, I said before, is war. We are raging war with the substance that God has given to us. Now, I talked about the law of repetition. Now I want to talk about a law that's so powerful. It is the law of sowing and reaping. Oh, my God. We know about that. We always hear, hear about that law when we're raising offerings and stuff like that. But the scripture in the book of Galatians, the fourth chapter and the sixth verse, you know, the, the scripture says, be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that's what he reaps. That is, that's what he means. That is one of the most powerful laws in Scripture. It's good, and it's both frightening. Because if I'm going to reap everything I sow, oh my God, my actions, the things I did by mistake, thank God for the blood of Jesus that washes away the stains of the things I've done wrong. But I tell you, that law of sowing and reaping is working right now. It is a powerful law. It is a supernatural law. I believe it's the law that's going to take us to our wealth. The scriptures even tell us that if we, even if the promise is if we bring our tithe and offering into the storehouse, the Lord said, I'll open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there will not be room enough even to receive it. That's exciting. But we're in warfare. Please don't think that the scripture written is just going to happen to you. We've got to wage war. We've got to use the substance that God has given to us. This powerful substance, which is the word of God. We're going to use the law of repetition. We're going to use the word of God. We're going to use our imagination. We're going to use these things up here in this creative part. This, 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 this level up here, praise God, of a power where we have suppressed the flesh in consecration and raised up the realm of the spirit, our expectation is high. God, we're expecting miracles. We are expecting miracles. We've got a few more weeks in our fast. I think we're going till about February the 12th. And you can join in with us in this fast. But come on, because this thing is happening for us. Now, I've got one more of these that I want to let you in on this wonderful substance. It's called praying in the spirit, praying in the spirit. Now, I've heard so many people say that, you know, in the scripture in the book of, I think it's the book of Isaiah, Isaiah, the 55th chapter, you know, when the Lord says, my ways are not your ways and neither are my thoughts your thoughts. As heaven is high above the earth, so are my ways to your ways and my thoughts to your thoughts. Yes. And, you know, you, you, you can read that scripture and you can kind of be satisfied. Well, you know, his ways are not my ways. And his thoughts are not my thoughts. But if you begin to read 1 Corinthians, the second chapter, you begin to find out, yes, those are things, there's a, there's a things, there are things that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has entered into the heart of men. But if you read that 1 Corinthians, the second chapter, you will find that God has revealed these things to us by his spirit. Wow. No longer should we be satisfied saying his ways are not my ways because he has given us his spirit, this powerful spirit. And I tell you, at the end of that first Corinthians, the second chapter, it makes this statement that just I tell you, it just excites me just to read it. 
it says this. It says in 1 Corinthians, the second chapter, and the, 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 the 14th verse, but the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Now, I know some of the things I'm saying to you right now might seem foolish to you, but they are not. But they are spiritually discerned. He, he thinks it's foolish, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But listen to this statement. But we have the mind of Christ. Wow. We have the mind of Christ. What do you mean we have the mind of Christ? When you pray in the spirit, when you pray in tongues, when you pray with the language God has given to you, you get the privilege of tapping into the very mind of God. <laughs> Woo, glory be to God. I tell you, I have been, ever since God gave us that revelation, I have been taking time. Look, take some time and pray in the Spirit. Things don't always come right at once, but keep on praying in the Spirit. Pray in tongues. Well, I don't feel anything when I pray in tongues. It just feels just normal. Keep on praying in tongues, praying in the spirit. What's happening? It, it reminds me of that scene in, the, in the, the, the first movie, The Matrix, where the star of the movie, Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves, however you pronounce his name, Reeves, was, they wanted him to learn martial arts. So they didn't put him in front of a classroom. They just plugged him in and plugged things into his mind and he downloaded the martial arts. And when they unplugged him, he had all the moves and everything. Well, God can't, can't always take time to teach you step by step certain things. He's not always going to tell you what's in another person's heart. He's not always going to teach you what's going on. But if you pray in tongues, you are going to download the mind of God. Wow, isn't that an exciting prospect? I know it's exciting for me. I've been, to, I tell you, during this fast, I have been praying in the Spirit. Why? Because I want to receive certain understanding. I want to understand the wealth of God. The Lord said to me, look, look, I want you to release the faith of God to be connected to the wealth of God. Oh, Jesus. The wealth of God, yeah, a wealth that don't never run out. A wealth where God shows you exactly where to go. A wealth where God opens up his treasure and you just begin to, to move in places and be connected with people that you never knew before. This place is powerful. I am so glad that God has given to us his Holy Spirit. When we pray in the Spirit, and I, I, wanted, to, I, was, I wanted to make sure I got to that tonight because I want you to understand you those of you who are filled with the spirit and have been, been given a prayer language you have access to the mind of God when you begin to pray in tongues your understanding is unfruitful but your spirit man is praying once again and I, I tell you I was going along one time let me see what my time is like I was going one time oh I'm almost out of time here but I'm gonna let you I'm gonna give this to you I was saying to the Lord, Lord, how come you're not talking to me? 
during this fast, I said, Lord, why, why aren't you speaking to me? I, I want to hear from you. He reminded me of this scripture and also the scripture in 1 Corinthians, the 14th chapter. He said, look, he said, if you read this scripture in 1 Corinthians, the second chapter, it will tell you that I have hidden wisdom. I have hidden it. Why? So that the devil can't just come and steal it. He has not hidden wisdom from you. He's hidden it for you. And when the Holy Spirit came and occupied your being, he came with the language, a different type of prayer altogether. When you pray in tongues, you tap into the very mind of God. How do we know that? Okay, that's my time. You tap into the very mind of God. Now, your natural mind don't know what you're saying. You speak, you don't know, but you are speaking mysteries in the spirit. What does that mean? That means you are speaking a portal is opened up in heaven. And now down through you, through your lips is coming heavenly things. What will happen to you as time goes on? You spend time praying in the spirit, tapping into the mind of God. When you do that, at a certain point, that revelation that you have downloaded will drift up to your mind and answers and scriptures and ways out will come to you. Hallelujah. Work this Work the spiritual substance. Work the word. Work expectation. Work imagination. Why? Because you are in the creative class. And it's time for you not to just receive and, and be affected by things happening. But it is time for you to move in your power and begin to cause things to happen. How do I know this? My last thing here. How do I know that we have tapped into the mind of God? There is one thing when you read 1 Corinthians, the 14th chapter, you'll find at the end of that chapter. One thing Paul said that gives us evidence that when you pray in, in tongues, you are tapping into the mind of God. He wrote three quarters of the New Testament. Do you know what statement he said? He said, I speak in tongues more than you all. I hope you got something out of this message today. I hope you will continue to go beyond the five senses. And it's my desire that you will work the substance because substance precedes manifestation. So glad you joined us tonight. I pray God's blessings upon you, blessings and favor. And I'm going to add to that thrills and excitement. Thank you for tuning in to the World Overcomers podcast. On behalf of our senior pastor, Andy Thompson, we appreciate your continued support and generosity. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast to receive updates when we post new content every week. If you would like more information or want to make a contribution to World Overcomers or Pastor Andy, visit www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast. Once again, that is www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast. Enjoy the message.